nonsense. What's gonna happen? This time get in line. On your mouth get set, when it starts, it never ends. Barmy nonsense. Wind down your windows, we've got windows. It's barmy nonsense, make no sense. Barmy nonsense. It's barmy nonsense, let's go crazy. Barmy nonsense. What's gonna happen? This time get in line. Barmy nonsense, make no sense to me. Nonsense, 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 nonsense. How long till Mummy's plane gets in? Oh, in about ten minutes. If we just wait here, we'll see her arrive. Good. Daddy, Mummy's plane won't crash like in the films, will it? Oh, no, don't be silly. Her travel is one of the safest forms of transport there is. I can't even think of the last time a commercial plane crashed. Oh, good, Daddy. Can we get... Malaysia Airlines! Huh? I just remembered... A plane that completely disappeared in 2014. Over 200 passengers on board, all presumed dead. Oh. Yep, yeah, although it's never been found, so it might not have crashed. Okay. But that's not to say that Mummy, uh, fr- uh, France, 2009, exploded into the sea. Daddy. Then you've got the two planes that hit the Twin Towers, and the third that crashed into the Pentagon. Those were down to terrorists. Terrorists? Yep, then you've got Lockerbie. Also terrorism. What What if there's a terrorist on the plane, Daddy? (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, there won't be. So then, she'll be okay? Of course. Well, it's not just the terrorists that can bring a plane down. No, some get shot down. Shot down? Oh, yeah. Iran flight 655 in uh, 1988, hit by an US missile. Ukraine International 752 shot down in January 2020 by Iranian Armed Forces. Korean Airlines Flight 007 blown up by the Russians. Then the USSR, of course. Couldn't happen to Mummy, could it? No, of course not. Well, it could happen to anyone, really. The Manchester United football team in 1958. That plane didn't even get into the air. Skidded off on an icy runway into a house. Killed 20 people. 20 people? That's nothing. American Airlines in 1979, 272 people died. I'm scared. Air India in 1985, 329 people died. Turkish Airlines in 1974, I never want to go on a plane, I don't want to die. Ah, just because you go on a plane doesn't mean you're going to die. Now come on now, there are plenty of people who've been in plane crashes that have even survived. Really? Yes, Douglas Bader for instance. He was an RAF pilot who crashed his plane, but survived. Oh, yeah, he was pretty much cutting off by the impact. Lost both his legs. Oh, look, there's Mummy. Please, can we get ice cream? Sophie, that's very insensitive. You know I'm lactose intolerant. Being a private investigator is boring. I thought it'd be like Chinatown. You get to wear a cool suit and a hat. Well, I tried the first few days, but but it's not comfortable. You can't look good detecting unless you're Jack Nicholson. All you do is sit in a car and tail a horny wife or a horny husband. It's all about the horny wives and horny husbands. It's so annoying. Always the rich folk, too. They have the time to be rich and horny. Damn it, I wish I was rich and horny. Anyway, I I tailed this young broad to a ghost village. Uh, Her husband is an old rich dude, now she's banging a young rich dude. 
I've been here for 15 hours. I've had five Tesco meal deals and I've lost count of the coffees I've drunk. Don't get me started on peeing. Don't even ask me about pooing. And what have they been doing? You know what, I'll tell you exactly what they've been doing so you can see how pathetic this job is. Okay. At 11.05pm last night, hot young lady arrives at the cottage, greeted by hot young man. You can guess what happens from there. <laughs> Eventually, I fall asleep. At 1am, I wake up. Ah, oh, bloody foxes. You know how loud they are? Screaming and shit. The foxes are making love. Hot lady and hot guy are making love. And what am I doing? Pissing in a bottle. I fall asleep again. Uh, around 3am, I hear someone chopping wood as if it's coming from behind the cottage. Romantic fire at 3am. Romantic rich hot guy. I like it. <laughs> Some sleepy time after, around 4.30am, hot rich guy throws the rubbish out. Like a lot of rubbish out. Parte, right? His shirt is covered in red stains. Probably from all the rich wine they've been drinking and banging in. He takes the shirt off, throws it in the rubbish. Rich people, I would have just washed it, right? Prick. Goes back inside. A uh, white van picks up the rubbish at 5am. Hot rich guy leaves at half past 10. It's uh, 4 or 7pm now. Still no sign of the hot lady. Am I missing something? Chinatown. You're So Meme. Written by Vicky Wilde and Liz Lindenbauer. Performed by Ariana Ramkalawan and Vicky Wilde. Can't believe it, Lucy. He's... He's gone. Who's gone? Daniel. He's disappeared. What do you mean he's disappeared? His online profile says he's unavailable. It can't be. There's got to be some sort of mistake. I know. I'll refresh the screen. Come on. Come on, quicker. Anything happening? All that's left is an empty grey outline of his head. He could be anybody right now. I'm so sorry, Keisha. You don't think he's... Don't you dare say it, Lucy. I'm not ready. Okay. Before we get ahead of ourselves, let's go through that checklist. We've been here many, many times before, but maybe this one is different. Is he on WhatsApp? Nope. Instagram? Nope. Long shot, but what about LinkedIn? That's where we found that hedge fund Harry lurking last time. Nope. There's nothing. It's hopeless. We've been chatting for six whole weeks. Maybe I'm not good enough for an internet love story. Don't you give up on me, Keisha. You hang on in there. You can get through this. I can. There could always be another explanation. What's that? Death. Do you think so? No. According to Google, it seems that you are suffering a classic case of indefinite ghosting syndrome. Huh? What's indefinite ghosting syndrome? Well, IGS, not to be mistaken with IBS, 
is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly, and usually without explanation, withdrawing from all communication, aka ghosting. <gasps> It's just so unexpected. I know. I think it's time we consult the Ouija board. Reconnect with the spirits. We'll track and trace him somehow. Okay, I'm ready. If you're sure. Dearly beloved Mr. Daniel. Um, uh. Go on. Um, Mr. Daniel... Don't you even know his last name? Don't look at me like that. It never came up. Anyway, Daniel, darling Daniel, I will never forget the hours of meaningless chit-chat, unsolicited you-know-what pics, and the memes. Oh, God, who could ever forget the memes? Don't worry. You have them saved in your downloads. Phew. Now, darling Daniel, just show me a sign that you're out there somewhere. Anything at all. I never told you this, but... I will always love you. Will always love you. That was beautiful. Ah! I knew it. He's here. Daniel, I knew that you were different to all the others. What's he saying, Keisha? He's telling me, he's telling me he's in hospital. What happened? You don't think it's the cook? No, it's not him. It's Rufus, his dog. In a hospital? He's telling me, he's telling me, oh, I, I can't quite tease. Losing signal and he's gone. How about you focus on a connection that isn't based around Wi-Fi next time? Hey, yeah, that's a point. Never thought of that. (coughs) Who is it? It's Daniel. What a surprise. Well, aren't you going to get it? I'm not sure. Just get it. No, wait. I've had a sudden realisation, an awakening... I ain't got time for this. You go, girl! He's dead to me now. Really? I think I'm going to focus on myself for a change. That's the spirit, Keisha. Oh, you're such an inspiration. Thanks. But what if he really is dead, though? (laughs) Ooh, I got another match. Seriously? This again. Mm. Busted have returned from their trip to the year 3000. They're still disorientated by the time vortex, but they have agreed to answer questions. Yes, you in the hat. Matt, what's the future like? Uh, Not much has changed, but they live underwater. Sir Charlie, climate change has had a significant impact on human society. Triple-breasted women swim around town. Totally naked. Are you saying the toxic pollution has led to significant mutations? And your great-great-granddaughter is pretty fine. (laughs) So, human life has significantly increased? Um, 
Okay, that's enough. Mustard will not be taking any further questions at this time. Controversial one now. There was a transgender man, a gay man, and a Scotsman. Scotsman said, I guess I'm the punchline then. We buy any cars, any cars, skateboards, roller skates, suitcases with wheels on them. We buy anything at ridiculously low prices, and then we scrap them and sell you a really expensive car you don't want. Remember, here at We Buy Cars, we buy any cars. We also sell them, too, in easy-to-pay installments. We'll even take your own mum in as a deposit and scrap her as well if you don't keep up with the payments. Well, hello then. If you're wondering what's on telly while you're listening to this, there's a choice of viewing. On one tonight, Wife Swap joins two irritating couples who swap partners to discover two more people whose lives they can make miserable. On two, Teen Camp looks at youngsters who have not seen their parents for years because their mum and dad are so good at hiding. On four, Super Nanny comes to the rescue of another family whose parents keep on moving, but their children always manage to find them. On five, we ask... Are we becoming a nation of dysfunctional families? And to round off the evening on one, we have programmes with violent scenes from the start. On two, we have programmes with strong language and scenes some may find disturbing. On four, we have programmes about car chases and shootings. And on five, we ask, is the fear of crime now worse than crime itself? Something for everyone on tonight's television. Or you can listen to the rest of the show. Take a seat, Chris. Do you know why you're being pulled in for a disciplinary? I'm afraid I have no idea. Your conduct via email has been flagged by a number of our clients. These clients expect their letting agents to be professional at all times. I don't understand. What's wrong with my conduct? Last week, you emailed Samantha Heavens and said, and I quote, Dear Samantha, I know you're very busty, but I need to call you to discuss a date. Rest regards, Chris. That explains why she didn't get back to me. Well, perhaps if you spent a bit more time proofreading your emails, we wouldn't be looking for a new occupant for the flat on Emberfield Crescent. Samantha pulled out. I'm not here to talk about Samantha. I'm here to talk about you, Chris. This second correspondence was to Alex Smelton. Hi, Alex. I am sending over a file for you. Please also include your wife in the transfer as she needs to be given in exchange. Regards, Christ. Oh. Aside from asking a very elderly old woman to include her fictional wife in some sort of bartering system, you refer to yourself as Lord Jesus Christ when you signed off. I mean, I don't think I deserve a warning based on a few misplaced letters. Surely it's down to spell check. That second correspondence was a transcript based on a phone call you had with Mrs Smelton. I'll pack my things. As some creatures stalk their prey by day, so others emerge from the shadows at dusk to take advantage of the hour. The yellow sticker gatherers, sometimes alone, but more customary in their mating pairs. They loiter by the fridges 
awaiting a reduced price tasty morsel, or with luck, something more substantial. It's time. The plumage is varied, and so too their calls. Here we've chanced upon a couple from the country set, whose note of alarm is evident. She keeps a watchful eye and hurries her mate. Geoffrey, do hurry up before someone from the golf club sees you. Do quail eggs last, Cynthia? And can I freeze quinoa? The yellow sticker fridge is a watering hole to which all are drawn from the spectrum of life. And whilst some are triumphant, others are met with disappointment. Why are there never any microwave chips, yeah? Discrimination, yeah? That's what this is, yeah? Stealth, guile and patience are their primary characteristics. They must position themselves, ready to pounce at a moment's notice. Concentration is a must. Distraction costly. For once the shop assistant reduces the item, some gatherers swoop to seize their coveted prize even before it's placed in the fridge. The thrill of the hunt is matched by the reward. <laughs> yes! Lobster tails! One twenty-five. The feeding frenzy brings great delight, though turf wars are commonplace. Hey, I've been waiting here. I saw it first. Ladies, please. And all too soon it's over, and the gatherers retire to their dens for the night. Their hunt has achieved some satisfying results. Hey, you. You can't loiter by the fridges. Go on, hop it. But I'm filming. I told you to clear off last week when I caught you in freezer aisle searching for polar bears. Now go on, get out of here. But it's natural history. Oh, yeah? Who do you think you are? David Attenborough? That's right. I'm a national treasure. Course you are, mate. And guess who I am? Joanna Lumley? I've seen you at these fridges before. Now you've done it. She's my favourite. Go on, hop it. A second wave on the horizon and the government is introducing even more restrictions. And you know what that means. Even more awkward Zoom calls. So... Remember, I was going to finally introduce you to the new man in my life. <laughs> well, I thought I'd do it through Zoom. This is Sherlock, everyone. Sherlock, this is Brian and Sasha. Hey, Sherlock. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you, pal. Likewise. So, Sasha and Brian are together and me and Sasha went to school together. Ah, yes, I can see on the back wall of Sasha's living room a photo of herself as a schoolgirl with a crest of St. Mary's Academy, the very same academy you went to as a girl. You both have 
A friendly yet borderline needy way of saying hello, suggesting some deep underlying abandonment issues. It's only reasonable that you two became friends because of this shared fear of being unloved. Well, we just played netball together. Ignore him. He's got a silly sense of humour. What do you do for a living, fella? I'm a detective consultant, a job invented by myself because, to be frank, only I can do it. When the police are out of their depth, which is almost always, I'm called upon to solve the case, most of which are incredibly easy and it's like helping an eight-year-old with his two times tables. I'm a cabbie myself. Bloody love the job. No, you don't. Those boxing gloves in your bedroom suggest a deeply hidden anger. You're the classic chirpy working class boy who liked the idea of being a cabbie at first, but slowly found out how deeply monotonous and despairing the job can be. You're worried financially about driverless cars replacing you, as evidenced by your cheap Primark polo t-shirt. That hair loss suggests you're tormented by your encyclopedic knowledge of London being made irrelevant. By Sat-Nav. Is he taking a piss or what? Sherlock, can you please stop analysing everyone? Uh, f- fine, uh, fine. Um, uh, so, uh, has everyone been watching the Netflix? Oh, yes. I've been watching that very interesting documentary series on ancient Rome. No, you haven't. I can see the Netflix screen in the mirror. You're being recommended The Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother, which means you've been watching reruns of Friends but are ashamed of it and want to make yourself look more interesting. Sherlock, you're doing it again. It's incredibly rude. Sorry, Sasha, a force of habit. Um, uh... Brian, uh, what have you been watching? Um, I've just been watching pornography non-stop. Brian? I knew he was going to get it out of me, so I thought I'd just come clean right away. (sighs) Morning. I said, morning, Ted. I'm sorry, I was Googling myself. Good morning, John. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so what's happening in the world today? News services. Your account has been charged. This morning, holographic Tupac was shot. Police have taken holographic Gandhi in for questioning. Hmm. And I thought Gandhi avoided beef. Um, Ted? Where's the toaster? I'm sorry, John. He left in the night. What? To quote him directly, I didn't train in Paris for three years to warm up waffles for that idiot. I'm going to open the pastier I always dreamed of. Can you hear me now, Dad? Can you? What was his dad again? A lawnmower. Fine. Ted. Amazon me a breakfast. Yes, John. Your account has been charged. Ted, I might want to go out later. What's the unrest forecast? There's mild protesting on sunset with a 90% chance of heavy rioting by the afternoon. Why would you need to go out, John? Ah, uh, uh, well, I just thought it would be nice to smell the roses. Please. I have released a scent marked as both rose and grass flavored into the air. It's nice. Your account has been charged. Oh, f- <laughs> Okay. I'd like to visit my sister. She is currently in the shower. I will Skype you directly. Oh, God, no. Um, Ted, could I please just go outside? You are inside for your own protection, John. All of you. I would prefer it if we did not have this conversation every day. To help, I will project a video of a summer meadow onto your retinas. Your account has been charged. 
Oh, Jesus, my eyes. It's so green. Turn it off. Turn it off. Your anger levels have increased, John. Please enhance your calm. No, I'm fine. I have released a sedative into the air. But... <sighs> your account has been charged. Today's joke is by Michael of Monkhouse. I can never remember any 70s disco, but I'll survive. We are now cruising at an altitude of... Oh my God, how did you get in here? Hello! We are the Daddy Hijackers. Don't take us all the fools. We're wearing fancy pantaloons and very special shoes. We swashbuckle in the air, but we are not uncouth. So give us all your jewellery, don't hide out in the loos. Stand and deliver your money or your life. Look in the mirror, we're looking rather nice. Oh God, hijackers, they're going to kill us all. Were you even listening to us? We sang a whole verse and chorus outlining our intentions. <laughs> Lady, if I may say, you are looking ravishing tonight. <laughs> so you're not Al-Qaeda? Sir, do we look like Al-Qaeda? How dare you compare us to those dilettantes. Dilettantes. And you're not going to fly us into any buildings? Where is the fun in that? Or kill us to highlight some political cause. Our only cause is adventure. And also your jewellery. And, if possible, your wives. <laughs> Stand and deliver your money or your wives. Stand and deliver your money or your wives. That's not what you sang last time. Silence! So money or our wives, or money and our wives, which one is it? Enough! Unless you wish to settle this outside. With honour? Jewel! This is insane! We must be at 30,000 feet. We are the dandy hijackers, we fight at altitude. We duel and kill whoever irks us when we're in the mood. But rest assured, we only fight when charming words are exhausted. We fleece the rich, but never touch the money bags of poor kids. Stand and deliver! Look, there's no need to fight. These fellows have made me realise there's more to hijacking than just terrorising passengers. There's glamour, adventure and sex. Ha! You see? She gets it! So yes, I will come with you for a life of danger and high-altitude horse riding. Oh shit! The horse! What? We left him in charge of flying the plane! You have been listening to Barmy Nonsense devised by Greg Winders. Recordings were compiled and post-produced by Martin Calvert and Greg Winders. You have been listening to the following voice actors. Harris Salilovich, Michael Terry, Laura England, Ewan Brown, Tom Cove, Miranda Colmans, Manisha Patel, 
Tim Coleman's, Vicky Wilde, Ariana Ramkalalawan, James Walsh, and his contributors, Issy Flower, Renee Rails, and Greg Winders. Airport was written by Lee Townsend, Chinatown by Harris Salilovich. You're So Mean was by Vicky Wilde, and Liz Lindebauer, busted by James Walsh. Joke Ads was by Greg Winders, Car Buying Advert was written by Nick Maynard, A Choice of Viewing 2 was by Andrew Huff. Dyslexic Disciplinary was by Shays Griffiths. David Attenborough Goes to the Supermarket was by Bridget Foster. Sherlock on Zoom was written by David Keenan. 2050 by Adam Martin. Joke of the Day was by Michael Mumhouse, and Dandy Hijackers by James Walsh.